Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is The Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba! Staying in to watch the sport, let us cook. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with Mick Delivery. And uh, I've got a lot to ask this man because one thing I love is NFL at this time of year. The season heats up into the best fashion. And another one of my loves is AFL. And Ben Graham did both. Played over about 200 games in the AFL. Uh, had a long and storied career. Then went over and plied his hands as a punter. Kicker. Punter in the NFL. Uh, played for a number of teams, including the Cardinals and the Lions, and uh, had a very, 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 very good career across a couple of codes. Pretty surreal when you look back, knowing that this man came from Australia and achieved what he did. The oldest r- rookie, I believe, at the time, to play in the National Football League. Pretty amazing stuff, and he's been good enough to join us on SENZ over here with his cousins in New Zealand. It's Ben Graham. It's so cool to welcome you into the show. Ben, afternoon, mate. Good afternoon, Louis. Thanks for having me on, mate. I, uh, I've enjoyed informing the New Zealand listeners around where the NFL is up to. And I tell you what, it's been a sensational season. Week 18's wrapped up, and now we've got a massive playoff to look forward to kicking off on Sunday. We've got a, about 100 storylines to get through as well, Ben, so I'll, uh, I'll rattle them off and, and we'll just get straight into it. But I did notice that we've managed to get you during the national championship game, the national title game, while Georgia is absolutely decimating TCU. So are you more into the NFL side of it rather than the college side of it? You don't get too far into the, the college game? No, well, it's, it's all NFL for me. I didn't know much about college football before I moved over there, but when I and obviously most of the players in the NFL come from a college team and oh it's massive it is it's like a it's an amateur sport but they pack out their stadium 70 80,000 some college stadiums host 120,000 people it's huge over there and there's so many Aussies and New Zealanders flying their trade in college um with a dream to play NFL, but the fact that they're over there getting a college degree and experiencing living and playing for a college for that three or four years is just phenomenal. But Georgia, they won the national championship last year. They, I think they got a bit lucky with TCU. I think they are a, a young team that weren't expected to, to go this far in the college football Anyway, they had a losing season last year. They've come from nowhere. Max Duggan, their quarterback, done a great job. But Georgia are absolutely smashing them. So they'll go back-to-back, and Stetson Bennett, the quarterback, will be a dual national champion. So it's a, it's a good story for those that follow college football and Georgia in particular. Yeah, they'll be loving it, mate. 45-7 at the moment, and there's still five minutes to go in the third quarter, so it could get really messy. Hey, Ben, this weekend... It might get messy for a couple of teams that have kind of backdoored their way into the playoffs. Uh, it's such a good weekend. You get so many different results. And 
I don't know whether it's a weekend where we might see an upset. I like to think that maybe it won't be. And, and the San Francisco's, the Bills might just be able to go about their business, the Bengals, and progress without too many hiccups. Do you think we are prone to see a, a wild, wild card weekend, or will things go ahead as we might expect? Well, I think traditionally this is the best weekend on the NFL calendar because there are six playoff games. So two years ago, they extended the playoffs to seven teams in each conference and only the one, the number one seed get the bye in each conference, where before that it was the number one and two seed, but only six from each conference. But this, the way it's played out, before, the, before week 18, there were 19 NFL teams that still could make the playoffs. That's the third most in NFL history. So that just goes to show that even the short, shortish season that every single game is meaningful and the seventh seed of both the AFC and the NFC they it came right down to the wire so in the AFC the Dolphins they beat the Jets but they had to rely on the Patriots losing and the Steelers losing so the Dolphins have been a fascinating story they've won three lost three won five lost five and they snuck in the seventh seed. They travelled to Buffalo to take on the number two seed, the Buffalo Bills, who were the Super Bowl favourite before the season started. I think there won't be an upset on that one, though. I think the Bills are firing on offence and on defence. The Bengals take on the Ravens, who just played in Week 18, AFC North rivals. The Ravens have been a bit up and down. They're down to their third-string quarterback. Lamar Jackson's been out injured. But Joe Burrow... Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase on that Bengals offense, they're going to be really hard to stop. So I don't think there'll be an upset there. I think the upset in the AFC, though, will come from the Jaguars-Chargers game. The Chargers are charging. Despite their injury concerns, they have had a fantastic second half of the season. And the Jaguars, they only clinched the AFC South by beating the Titans in Week 18. So that's the one in the AFC I'm looking forward to. I think the Los Angeles Chargers can upset the Jaguars. But what it'll leave, the Chiefs get the bye and the AFC will go through Kansas City. But I think, Louie, that the Super Bowl champion will come from one of these three teams, the Chiefs, the Bills or the Bengals. So I don't see those three teams getting upset throughout the playoffs. On the NFC side, it was a fascinating end to the season because the Green Bay Packers, had come from absolutely nowhere. They won their last four games. All they had to do was beat the Detroit Lions at home, and they make the playoffs, which was unexpected mid-season when they were three and six. But they lost. The Lions got the, the, the win there, and the Seattle Seahawks, they had their own win against the LA Rams to clinch that seventh spot. But they do face a tough ask going to San Francisco to stick on the 49ers. The 49ers are the most informed team in the competition. They've won 10 games in a row. Unbelievable story. Christian McCaffrey come across from the Carolina Panthers mid-season. He's been unbelievable for them. So I think the 49ers win that game. I think the Vikings have been a little bit underrated. Um, some people will say they're overrated because of their 13-4 and record. They've won 11 one-score games this year. They host the Giants who rested all their starters in the loss against the Eagles last week. I think the Vikings win that one. But the big one is the Bucks and Cowboys. So Tom Brady and the Buccaneers snuck in to win the NFC South. And the Dallas Cowboys, 
finished fifth, so they've travelled to Tampa Bay to take on the Bucks. I think the 49ers are the best team in the NFC. But again, when it comes to playoffs, Louis, anything can happen. I find it interesting. I mean, I love it. I love that you've come out and you've declared the AFC, and I think that's great. But does that mean that we can't get, which would be one of the best stories, Brock Purdy, 10-0, and and a Super Bowl champion? You're saying that it can't happen. Well, anything can happen, Louis. But this Brock Purdy story is unbelievable. He was drafted with last pick in the NFL draft uh, earlier this year. He came onto the 49ers roster essentially as a practice squad player. Trey Lance, who they drafted early two years ago, was the starter. He got hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo was touted as changing teams on a big contract but decided to stay as the backup, which was a good move, I think, for both parties. Jimmy Garoppolo comes in, but now he gets hurt. So Brock Purdy steps into this San Francisco 49ers team that were going okay. They were 4-4 four and four at the bye. But since then, they've won... Ten straight, they are firing on all cylinders. Their defense is one of the best defenses in the NFL, led by Nick Bosa, who's had 18 and a half sacks. And their offense, when you have players like Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and George Kittle, we've even got an Oz punter we're following for the 49ers, Mitch Wisniewski. So they're a good all-round football team, and they're not a football team that relies wholly and solely on their quarterback, like we see with Tom Brady and Buccaneers, Aaron Rodgers, and the Packers, and Justin Herbert and the Chargers. So they are a true all-round complete football team, and I'm not going to say they can't win the Super Bowl. I think that they'll make the Super Bowl, but you know, you can't underestimate what the Eagles have done this year. The Philadelphia Eagles were 13-1 and one before Jalen Hurts missed a couple of games. They ended the season on 14-3. and three. They get the first week by for everyone to get healthy again. So they're going to be hard to stop because they've got an amazing running game. The defense is pretty good too. A.J. Brown was a great acquisition from the Tennessee Titans. So whichever way you look at it, Louis, it, it just must watch the six playoff games this weekend must watch and with only 14 teams left there'll be eight left after this weekend and when the whips are cracking these great teams with these great superstar players are coming to the fore it's brilliant there's so many it's so you don't know where to look at this stage and that's why this weekend is the best Ben hey before I let you go because and you always hear David King talk about this in the AFL it's another sport that health a clean bill of health, you almost can't win the competition without it. And it's true across many sports, but I reckon an AFL and NFL is the other one where it really is exemplified. Did you have any stories from your career where a season was made or broken by an injury at the right or wrong time? Well, yeah, personally, um, I, playing for Geelong, we were 9-2. and two, And in time on in the last quarter, I dislocated my elbow. And we lost the last nine games of the season and missed out on the playoffs. So I've, I've been a player in that situation. But in the NFL, it's quite different in that, like the AFL, you are made up of a team with players of all similar skills but different sizes and abilities. But essentially all players, except for the six-foot-nine ruckman, can play any position. With the NFL, it's so position-specific. 
So they've only got one punter on the roster, one kicker on the roster. And the way it works is, you know, this is what I count myself lucky. I was lucky enough to have one of those 32 jobs in the world. But there are hundreds and hundreds of other kickers and punters out there that are willing, awaiting their turn for an injury or poor form for a team to sign them at any point in time. So when you have only three quarterbacks on the roster and three running backs and six wide receivers, if you have an injury to a wide receiver that's like a Cooper Cup or a Devontae Adams or a tight end like Travis Kelsey, it can really hurt your chances. But it, it is part of the game. We saw it with DeMar Hamlin on Monday Night Football with the Buffalo Bills. It's a, it's a, it's a tough game. It's a combative sport. But these teams that are able to find a way through their injuries, find a way to ensure that their backups are ready to play when their number's called, that's going to play a huge role now that we're in the playoffs. And we've already seen it with Jalen Hurts, the Philadelphia Eagles. They were 13-1 and with him. They lost two games without him. He comes back in and they win. So his MVP candidacy is gone to another level because of the importance that he has to the team. Because if he wasn't there, I think the Eagles would struggle. But injuries are a part of the game, unfortunately, all sports, as we know. Beautifully put, Ben. That's awesome stuff, mate. And you're so right. I love the example with Jalen Hurts to end it off, mate. I'll let you crack on uh, and get back if you want to go and watch Georgia give TCU even more of a hiding. It's 52-7 now, mate, so it's an absolute bloodbath over there. You've done fantastic work all throughout the year, Ben, and uh, we look forward to hearing your analysis as the playoffs heat up, and I'm sure we'll hear you across SCNZ before the end of the season, mate. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Louis. Thanks for having me on.